It's really common when you're preparing for baby number two to stress about how it might affect your first child. Trust us, every parent goes through it. Alice in Wisconsin is one of them, and she's going through that right now with her three-year-old daughter. She's trying to decide if she should keep her daughter in daycare when baby number two arrives or have her stay home with mom and her new little sibling. Alice is worried that her daughter might not get enough mom attention and love with her new sibling always around. Oh my goodness, we all worry about this so much. This week on the podcast, we've got some great news for any parent in Alice's position. Your child is more resilient than you think, and we'll tell you why. And later, getting your toddler to brush their teeth can be challenging, but even more so when sensory issues get involved. Today, we'll talk to a mom that is facing that challenge right now and give some great tips that you can use in many situations when your toddler is struggling to accomplish some basic self-care needs. I'm Laura. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. We're so glad you're here. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hello, Jennifer and Laura. Thank you for everything you do. My name is Alice and I live in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm expecting baby number two in May and will by then have an almost three-year-old daughter. He now goes to preschool when we work, and she loves it there. He has a lot of friends and loves the activities, etc. I plan to stay home for about a year with a newborn, and I'm trying to figure out what will be best for our toddler. Should we keep her in preschool Monday through Friday, but maybe a little shorter days now that I'm home? Or should we reduce her days there so that she gets to both be home with me, but still see her friends, which would be a lot cheaper too. My worry is that she's going to be understimulated at home when I'm sick, or breastfeeding, or tired, or anything like that. And she's unfortunately too young to ask, and we have to sign up for a whole year in February already. So we can't wait and see how things go. Love some input from you. Thanks. Oh, these toddlers are strong, strong, adaptable, and resilient. So you're worried about whether or not they'll be stimulated enough at home, or whether or not, you know, they'll feel like they're missing out at daycare. And the truth of the matter is, she's going to be fine. Either way, she is going to be okay. And I think really what you have to do at this point, and I think we've all been in this situation, is one, you know, what is her design? I think that's a big piece of this puzzle. Yes, because if she's social, she She will want to be at school. Yes, she needs that. And again, financially, right? Like where does, you're going to be home for a year. Does that change your financial situation? If it does, then absolutely look at three days a week or cutting down on, on how long she's there. If that is not a factor, then I would absolutely keep her registered. 
Well, and, you know, a social kid, like we said, will she love being at school? Yes, absolutely. However, can she also thrive at home? Yes. Yes, she can. But we just know, like, what kind of activities we want to be able to provide when we can. And so you don't necessarily have to be full-time cruise director, but you just have an idea. Oh, okay. Well, I might maybe schedule a little play date with maybe another mom who's also breastfeeding. And, you know, so that we can- Tag team. Yes. That, oh, it's, it's so wonderful just to have somebody around your same stage. But even if you can't find that, will your social child be okay? Yes. Yes, they are so resilient and they don't know any different. So we're evaluating all these options on their behalf. When you said she's too young to ask, she's not, she is, doesn't have enough self-insight to be able to tell you anyways. She just goes, she wants somebody else to steer the ship, let life go as it should that serves your household. And she's going to adjust to all those different situations. And it's just so wonderful. She's not going to be behind. She's not going to be left out. She's not going to not have enough. No matter what the situation is, no matter how much care this baby requires, she'll be fine either way. Hi, Moms on Call. Thank you so much for everything you do. My name is Hannah and I live in Georgia. I need help with my two and a half year old and brushing his teeth. He has some sensory processing issues, which made getting him to brush his teeth a major task, but we finally got to a place after a lot of practice where he would brush his teeth. However, he is now going through a stage of newfound independence and wants absolutely no help with toothbrushing. I fully support the independence, but he still needs some help to actually make sure he gets a good brushing. But whenever we try to help, it ends in a meltdown. What can I do to support his independence while also assuring he gets a good brush in? What is considered an acceptable amount of time for my toddler to brush his teeth? Thank you for your time. Oh, the battle is so real. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember going back to that when they were, when our kids were were that age and they had no sensory processing disorders and it was still a struggle? Oh, it was such a struggle. So this is really where we want to help for them to make the decision to do it. And so you'll see in the back of our resources, like the toddler book, we have in the back these cheat sheets. And they talk about the truth. We establish what the truth is in the situation. And then just little things we can say and do at three times when their heart is open for instruction. So we're going to answer this question in that format, like you're used to if you have the toddler book. So first, we have to establish the truth. Is your child capable of brushing their teeth? We've already seen this happen. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Now we're going to operate out of that truth. It can happen. And so the other things we want to do is help your toddler to choose to do it. And in order to do that, we want to put it on their radar. And we'll do that at three times. There's three times a toddler's heart is open for instruction. That's when there are other people that they love in the room. And we mention it. We call that triangulation in a good way. I know sometimes you hear that word associated with some bad ways online. But the good way to use that, to use um, their the love that they have, their willingness to want to impress their grandparents or their babysitter or, you know, their other parent, you 
want to be able to harness that power. And when you say, oh, you know what Johnny's going to be so good at is brushing his teeth every night. I'm not worried. And so when we use their name, when we say it to somebody else that is important in their life, then that helps to motivate them to want to do it. So triangulation is one. Another one is between awake and asleep. Oh, which is my favorite time. It's just that time after bath and right before they go to bed where we're doing our prayers and our household rules and we're talking about the good things that happened that day. And then we're also going to make sure that he knows that we are not worried. You're going to be so great at brushing your teeth every night and every morning. I love you. I'll see you when the sun comes up with that kind of confidence. And the truth is, as we're talking about what truth is, he may not brush his teeth perfectly for a couple of weeks. It's okay. It's okay. Let him have control of that. Give him the tools that he needs. Set up what that looks like. Right after, when we get up in the morning, we brush our teeth and we head downstairs. Whatever that's going to look like, try to keep it as consistent as you can. Look for those times where you get to speak in to his heart. Huge, huge. But tender time is my favorite. Yes. And then the last one is after a consequence. Oh. So there can be a consequence for not choosing to brush your teeth. And so that can be, you know, maybe a favorite toy that is, you know, taken away. And the reason that we do this is because we want to do something called a hug moment. We love the hug moment. Mm. I'm just telling you, it is some of the best. It, it's just the best times ever. So when it costs them something and we don't apologize for that cost, whatever you determine is appropriate for that. And he gets upset about that. Then we do what's called our hug moment. Hug stands for H. We hold them or hug them. U, we use our confident face. And G, we give them positive feedback. So the consequence opened his heart up so we could put something in there. And the hug moment puts something good in there, which is what we want. We want him to know that we believe in his ability to do what we're asking him to do because we established the truth at the very beginning. Can he brush his teeth? Yes. Awesome. So we're going to use that truth and we're going to keep it very simple. And, you know, whatever it was that you decided was going to be the consequence of not of choosing not to brush his teeth. Then he gets a bit upset about that. Then I'm going to hold him. I'm going to use my confident face. I'm going to say, here's the thing. I know that you're so capable of brushing your teeth. I'm not worried about it. You'll figure it out. Kiss him on the head. Move on. This doesn't work sometimes just in night one. It doesn't work sometimes just in night two. But you get to between night three and five, and you stay a consistent, trustworthy teacher, and you use that triangulation, and you use that time between awake and asleep, and only those times. We're not talking about it all day long. We're not bringing it into conversation all day long because we don't want to overdo it. Just those really critical times when that child's heart is open for instruction, and in three to five days, he'll be brushing his teeth. Hey, Laura, how many hours do you think infants spend in their crib? Every day. Oh, gosh. At least 12. At least 14 to 15. Yes. That's a lot of time. It is. So you think you want to be comfortable there? I mean, wouldn't you agree? I'm a little jealous. 
Really? Because we were talking to one of the girls who was able to test the Moms on Call Colgate crib mattress. It's the sleep and grow. And her comment was, I want to curl myself up small enough to be able to lay on this mattress. It is so comfortable. It is so comfortable. And I love the way that we chose to do it. We chose and designed it specifically the way we wanted it done, right? So it's so cute. Yes. And it is firm on one side for that newborn, but then you can flip it over. It grows with your furniture and your baby. Oh my gosh. That's just the best. But it's not only comfortable, although I feel like comfort, if you're going to be there more than 12 hours a day, it's pretty essential. It also really supports healthy growth and development. It's a waterproof. It cleans up. It waterproof. Who are we kidding? You know, fluids (laughs) come out of babies. All everywhere. Yeah. So (laughs) it's quote unquote waterproof, safe, eco-friendly. Like they just told us that we could shoot for the moon. So we did. And we, we so did. And we had so much fun doing that. And it's, it's packed with 5.5 inches of eco-friendly or foam. And it's made with sustainable plant oils. That was super important to us. It was. Well, and also the fire retardant capabilities, you know, sometimes we worry about those things that we put on them, but this barrier is safe for baby. So yeah, so it's flame retardant. It is eco-friendly. It's breathable. We, we thought of everything that we could think of, but most important, it's comfortable and available. So go check out the Moms on Call Sleep and Grow mattress that we partnered with Colgate for at MomsOnCall.com. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit MomsOnCall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 